Smith with time on first down. The pass is caught, and then McLaurin breaks free. Terry McLaurin will take it all the way for a Washington touchdown, 68 yards. Wow. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It is Adam and Eddie here with the Five Wide Podcast. Today is November 12th. Um, It's Thursday. And this is episode four. And let's see. So we're going to break down um, the Washington football team against Giants. Didn't go the way we wanted it to. Um per huge. <laughs> but before we do that, let's go ahead and um let's just wrap right quick, man. Where you been? How you been? Just like I bad. feel like I I either see you more or like you know, we'll text more or whatever, but I you know, we both been busy. Yeah. yeah. With with work and then you said you your buddy got married. Yeah, yeah, my buddy got married this um this past weekend. My buddy from high school. So he and his wife, or his now wife, have been dating I think for like twelve years. Oh and man, so that's a long time. That's like that's one of the few relationships I know that has been around longer than myself and my wife. So mm-hmm. uh it was just cool, man. It was it was just nice to celebrate something, especially something that like I was that I'm so invested in, you know, mm-hmm. like I've, I've seen them grow up since they were kids to like, you know, the adults that they are now. And oh, right. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was, it was nice, man. It was beautiful. That's How about up. you? Um, just work. Um, like I was telling you earlier, uh, just going into the office more. So that within itself just kind of wears me out. Yeah. Uh, especially what, since March, we've pretty much just been like working from home. Um, I'll go into the office, you know, when, when needed, which is usually like, I don't know couple times a month yeah. but yeah so that's been an adjustment and then this weather's been crappy like right now it's raining dude it's it's the worst like and, I, I i feel like i don't want to do anything oh like i know it's raining yeah it just wears you out and then also too um i saw this meme the other day on i think it was instagram and it was just like uh every day at midnight i realized it's only 6 p.m like because it gets <laughs> yeah. because it gets dark so yeah, it's early so dark and yeah. it's like it's depressing because it'll be I don't know maybe like six thirty yeah. and feel like nine thirty or ten yeah and it really sucks on like Monday nights or Thursday nights because I'm like waiting for the game to come on yeah, yeah. and I'm just like what we still got two hours <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like oh it's 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 been a killer um getting used to you know getting dark so early yeah um but. Yeah, and I mean, you were you were telling me before, like you know, you like working from home, right? Like you still like you're good at home. Yeah, like, so you had gotten used to it at least. Yeah, like when we first started, it was just kind of like, eh. I mean, because of you know COVID and and them not wanting to take the risk of people getting sick and mm-hmm. this and that. So I was like, cool. And then I went through a period of time where it's like it was hard to like work from home because yeah. everybody else is home. And and then the dogs and, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So it's 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 just like uh but then I like hit a stride, right? Like I would say mid April, mm-hmm. like I was good. And then now it's like I have to go into the office, I just like I get upset. I'm yeah. Like, no. I was like, I don't want to. But um but yeah, so now I'm I'm kinda getting back into the rhythm of going back in. Um but who knows now, like with the case count going way up, actually yeah, Governor Hogan yeah was speaking at like four o'clock today. And then he spoke the other day, started putting some restrictions on things. Cause I know like Baltimore bars that don't serve food have to close. Um, oh, okay. Capacity so was, was like, that just today? That was all that? the other day. What's today? Thursday. I think yeah. he spoke Tuesday. Something I, know, like that. I know he dropped, like we went back to phase one, right? So it was like restaurants and bars and all that. It's like 50% to, yeah, versus yeah, 75. That's what I heard. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, like I think church gatherings and, and things like that. It's like 25%, Okay, you know, so, um, and then I think there's like a mask mandate. So it's like indoors or outdoors now. 
um no gatherings more than like 10 people yeah. so i wasn't able to see or hear what he had said today but again i mean just our county alone like they cut out all sports and everything because they they had county sports going on really? the kids okay. were playing yeah i think they were finishing up like fall ball baseball and softball because i would see him down the street at the park um playing and then youth football mm-hmm. so, but they put the kibosh on that the other day yeah. so i don't know man i don't know i mean we were so my wife's a doctor and i I think she was always telling me like that's kind of what they were worried about um like right. as it gets colder like people aren't going to be outside as much anymore yeah, so right? everybody's congregating yeah, everyone's just be sitting inside and yeah. you're, you're like lonely <laughs> when it's winter time you want to see your friends and right. family yeah well and then that's the other thing about living where we live so um for the three and a half people that listen to the show uh <laughs> we do appreciate it but if you don't know like we're in maryland um yeah. So obviously we get seasons and I think people are going to struggle with like seasonal depression. Oh, absolutely. right. Because take COVID out of it. You, you have that yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then now, yeah, it's like, it's going to start getting cold. It's dark early, mm-hmm. you know, and then they start imposing those restrictions. So it's like people are, are going to gravitate to being inside, but it's like you lock them down. Um, yeah. People are going to. Yeah, man, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Everyone, uh, everyone just stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't really go anywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, go to work, come home. I'll go to the grocery store if that's what I need to do. But, like, I don't do a whole lot of hanging out anyway. Um, So, for me, it's not too bad. But, yeah. you know, it's not about me. See, like, so. I need I need the routine. So, like, I I wasn't going into the office for the past mm-hmm. few weeks after, like, the, the whole, like, COVID scare with, with my wife's work. Uh, so, like, that took a toll on me, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I like going into the office having the routine especially like so like eddie has a really nice house that he's like done a whole lot of renovations <laughs> to and stuff he mentioned all his animals the dude's got like a zoo living here with him yeah, pretty much but um i live in a one-bedroom apartment and um there's just not a whole lot of space there so like yeah. trying to work from home like sitting at we didn't even have a desk initially right so i mm-hmm. was like sitting on my couch or sitting at the island, right? Like trying to get work done. And it was just like, it was killing me. (laughs) Now we just have like a small desk and that's, that's like a moderate improvement. But even then, like the couch is right there. If if my wife is sleeping because she worked a night shift, then I can't even like be that loud, right? Oh, right. So it's yeah. just like little things like that where it's like I would much rather be in the office. I feel so much more productive over there. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of enjoying the fact that like I can go back in a little bit more now, and I hope right. that I can continue that. But, but we'll <laughs> see. Uh, yeah, like we said before, everyone just stay safe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's what it boils down to. Like I try to avoid people in the office, like yeah. the plague. I sit in there unless I have to go, like in you know different part of the office or go see somebody or whatever. But other than that, no man. Hell well, no. see, that's why my setup is nice in the office. I'm the only person on the third floor right now. Maybe, oh yeah, we were talking like about that the other, other day. person. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. It actually works out perfect for me. Well, there you go. There you go. So um, switching gears, as promised, we are going to talk about this game. Um, It was a major letdown for me. I was stupid enough to pick the Washington football team to win. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Like, So I did the show last week because you were out working on – or you were just out. Yeah. I mean, it was just a busy week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so when I did the show, some of the things I talked about was I had mentioned if the Giants played as well as they did against the Bucks, mm-hmm. uh, we would have our hands full. And I don't know that they played that well, but I mean, I thought they played better this game than they did against us the first time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do know you had mentioned um, before we started recording just some of the points or things that you saw that kind of attributed to the loss. Um, and I believe the first one was, um, yeah. So, I mean, it was just sloppy, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like if we had to sum it up in one word, it was just a really, really sloppy game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we both said it independently and I guess the announcers alluded to it too, yeah, but yeah, like looking at the game, you would have thought that <laughs> it was the giants coming off a of bye week with yeah. just like how bad we looked and how oh, flat footed, yeah. um, I think like the 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 play that really just kind of encapsulates it all was our first offensive play, right? So it's like <laughs> the first play. <laughs> yeah. It's like Allen drops back, hits hits Gibson, and he goes off for like twenty yards, fumbles the ball, and then it just proceeds to be like a game of hot potato, right? Like for another twenty six yards. Yeah, like <laughs> and and it was both 
Washington players and New York players um, who just could not get their hands on the ball, right? Yeah. And I was watching that, and I just felt like that right there is a metaphor for the NFC East, right? Yeah. Like the ball is our division title, is that playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and all the players are just like the different teams. Like we're all just juggling around. No one really wants it or no one can land it. It, right. it was just, you know, watching that first play, I was just like, this this is not going to be good. It's yeah. not going to work out well. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it really set the tone, at least for the fans. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh man, here Again, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, one interesting point, you mentioned the bye week. I feel like year in and year out, so clearly last year Ron Rivera wasn't here, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it doesn't matter who the coaching staff is. It always seems like we come out flat the coming off of the bye. Yeah. And you see other teams around the league not all of them, right? But some of them, like you can tell, they're refreshed, they're energized, mm-hmm. um, they're ready to go. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. But, and then clearly that puts into question what are they doing during the bye week? Clearly right. they're going to get time off, right? Because I think you just need time off, get away from the game. I don't know how long they give them, a few days probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it was just bad. Yeah, we always just come out of bye weeks looking like we just like we woke up on that morning, right? right? We're like, oh, yeah. oh, we got to walk through. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like we just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Just consistently throughout my fandom, we've looked really bad coming out of bye weeks. Mm-hmm. We and um, week one, yeah, always never. Yeah, it's just never a good start, right? Um, and then the other thing. So this, I mean, digressing a little bit, but like one of the things I look for in a coaching staff, right, is I look at how teams come out of their bye weeks, and I always look at second half adjustments. Yes. Like how do we deal with everything that's been going wrong in the first half? Mm-hmm. And I, I think we've done a little bit better this season than we oh, have absolutely. in past seasons. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's something about something about this team where it's just like. I feel like we're never trending up. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just whenever I feel like we should be able to make that or take that next step up, it just never seems to work out that way. Right. Yeah, it's just like a car that won't start in the middle of winter. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it wants to turn over, but it just won't. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is or what to attribute it to. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's beyond me. But um, I guess to bring up the second point, well, I guess it's kind of a piggyback off the first point. It's just for the sloppiness, right? Mm-hmm. That was on both sides of the ball. Yeah. To include special teams as well because yeah. Isaiah Wright had that fumble. Right. Um, which I actually forgot about. I tried to forget about a lot <laughs> of that game. Um, that was one thing I actually forgot about until you brought it back yeah. up. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, clearly there were some bright spots. We'll get to those. Um it was unfortunate. Um, Kyle Allen, yeah, got yeah. hurt. That was ugly. Yeah, that was. I I, I really feel for him. You know, I do like too. You just you, I. This isn't the first time that he's just been derailed by an injury, right? Like right. I think he had he had a bad one with the Panthers too. I want right? to say didn't he? Oh, I can't remember. I would say don't get me lying about what it was, but I want to say it was like a shoulder or something. Okay, but, I mean I'm probably wrong. Yeah, let's. But, yeah, we won't we won't spread misinformation right, on yeah. this podcast, but uh, <laughs> we just feel bad for the guy. Get well soon, Kyle. Yeah, I almost looked at it like Tyrod Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he's your starter. Oh, something happens, he got hurt. Right. It's like oh, okay, better luck next time. So I think he'll be here going forward, like next year. I mean, we're clearly going to get a quarterback, right? Yeah, Haskins will be gone. I think Smith will be gone, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll keep Kyle Allen, and then, you know, he'll just be here. So yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, there's, there's there's value in having a good backup, right, or having a backup that, can, that understands the system. I think he can contribute to the team. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, another point that I wanted to bring up was um, Alex Smith. Yeah. Um. I thought he played well. Clearly, so I'm going to tie in those untimely interceptions because that was some of the bad stuff, clearly. But overall, I think he played well. He was 24 for 32 for 325 yards, a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he did have three picks, Mm -hmm. right? So first one wasn't necessarily on him. J.D. McKissick tripped. He fell. Linebacker comes in. He made a play. Picked the ball off, right? So, okay, no harm, no foul, because even at that point of the game, it wasn't do or die anyway. Yeah. So it's like, okay, 
um, the last two were on the last two drives, right? Yeah. He clearly had the one to end the drive. Um, I thought our defense played well. I think it was like a three and out. Yeah, they got the stop. They were able to get off the field quickly. We got the ball back. I was it. I believe it was the first play of that drive. Mm-hmm. Boom, he threw it. Like, yeah, that one was he just overthrew him, right? He overthrew McKissick. That's that was the first pick of those the, two. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one to seal the deal, it's like he threw it right to the defender. Oh yeah, he just, because he got baited into that yeah, one. I think yeah. he he didn't see him when he threw the ball. Boom. He, he, yeah, he like because uh, yeah, he was targeting Terry. Yeah, and uh, I think Ryan just jumped the route. Like, mm-hmm. he, like Alex Smith had no idea he was there. No, yeah. no, 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 not at all. Um. So, yeah, I mean, the, I was, the picks definitely went from like, like you, like you said, they went from like, eh, to like, all right, pretty terrible, right? Like they just right. progressively got worse. <laughs> like that last one was a real backbreaker. Right. I mean, even the, even the one to like McKissick, he made a decent decision, right? Cause he was getting rushed and then yeah, he so was he's trying, trying to, to dump it off out, to McKissick right. and then he just overthrew it. And then even then it was like McKissick got his hands on it and he bobbled it up and that's how, mm-hmm. um, who, who picked it off? I can't remember, but that's that's however that's that's how they managed to get their hands on it, right? So, right. Yeah, Peppers, Peppers is the one who picked it off, I think. Jabril. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it was, um, yeah, it was it it yeah, it just went from like not bad to worse, but but I'd say like tolerable to terrible, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I tried to, and ultimately I still do, right? Give Alex Smith the proverbial pass mm-hmm. because. He came in against the Rams. It was wet. It was sloppy. I mean, it was just amazing that he got on the field. Yeah. But I felt like this was the game for the complete comeback story. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be able to march down, I believe it was right around two minutes or just under two minutes, um, and be able to punch it into the end zone because we were moving the ball well. Yeah. Um, seemingly all game, um, well, let's say mostly the second half. Mm-hmm. Um because when Smith came in, his first couple drives, it was just dink and dunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that was just for him to kind of get reps and get his timing. Yeah. Uh, but after that, you saw, like, he started pushing it down the field. Yeah, he wasn't, like, you know, he wasn't really airing it out. Oh, no, 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 but, no, no, um, no. But that's okay. He doesn't need to, right? Mm-hmm. That Like, that's not what he's supposed to be doing in this offense. No, no. no. I think it, it sucks that those interceptions were, like, the – they were the period on this game for him, right? Like mm-hmm. he, I thought he actually had a decent game and he did what we needed him to do. He kept the offense moving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is what we've just been struggling with all season long. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I even thought Kyle Allen at times, clearly not in this past game, but um, since he became the starter, you could see he's he's gotten more comfortable as time went yeah, on. Yeah, he definitely, and like, they he was were able to it. really move the ball. We had gotten lucky, really, that he wasn't a turnover machine that he'd been known to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's again for his injury, it's unfortunate. Um, it didn't seem to be as severe. It was dislocated, and they said small fracture. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I was. I meant to check today to see if they had set a timetable because I know they were saying it was going to be like a week or so before he had surgery. So I'm not too sure, but I think all things would point to his season is over. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's a wrap for his season. Yeah. So that means Haskins gets elevated to QB two. So yeah, he's, he's one hit away. I hope hope he's been, hope he's been working. Yeah. So I I have a question. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I have a question about that that we'll get to at the end of the show. Okay. Um, so I guess we can move on to the next point. Sure. Um, so I guess continuing with the offense, um, let's talk about some of the weapons, right? So yeah. obviously Scary Terry had himself a day. Big time. Um, he's been balling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like his yards after the catch ability is crazy, right? Like if, imagine if – he was in an offense where we were airing the ball a little bit out, like airing the ball out a little bit more. Cause right now he's not getting the ball like very far upfield, right? He's making no. a lot happen after the catch. Um, so he's, he's it's just, like his touchdown. He yeah. broke through two defenders and then it was just a foot race. Yeah. So he's, um, Terry is excellent. I'm really happy that he was given the captaincy. I think he deserves it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know if we talked about this, uh, but yeah, I just, I'm really happy with how, vets have told him to be more vocal and he's been embracing that but he's doing it in his way right i feel like he's still he's not like 
he's not just like mouthing off just to mouth off. Right, he's yeah, still, he's, he's, he's being not himself. A, yeah, he's not right. a raw raw guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I do know Morgan Moses was like, nah, I don't want to yeah. say mentoring him, but encouraging him. He's like, man, you're you are a leader. You know, you what have I mean? to like, be that guy. Yeah, now, right. You know, so. Um, no, I, I think it's awesome to really see him grow into that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then clearly he's still young, um, extremely humble, works hard. Yeah. So I feel like going forward, if and or when he talks, people are going to listen. Right. You know what I mean? So, and I was also happy to actually see him, um, involved yeah. this past game. Yeah. So again, he had... Um, seven receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown because there's one thing like I always say our organization doesn't deserve him mm -hmm. Um, you know it's like there's virtually nobody else around him yeah. so he's going to command those double teams um, in those extra eyes so he's already going to be limited in that capacity so for him to still be able to do what he does and then like I said you're going to have those games where you can get him the ball mm -hmm. um and then have him score so it's like he's a part of the team because the last thing I want is for him to mentally check out and right. just wait for free agency. We don't want him to just be a decoy, right? right. Like, yeah, no, yeah. he I, – I like the fact that they got him the ball, definitely. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I mean, and, and he – he did right by him, right? Like, oh, right. That, there's a reason you want to get your best players the ball, right? <laughs> yeah. He's a stud, and he showed that. Yeah. Um, so props to Terry. Um, Cam Sims had himself a game, too. Yeah, he did. Career was, day, over 100 yards. Yeah, it was three catches for 110. Um, what I liked about him in that regard, and I think it's more so the defense was sleeping, mm -hmm. but I also realized or noticed that they were in zone, too, when because I think he had the out and up um, – I want to say that was his like first catch. Mm -hmm. It was like twenty something yards or whatever. But he was wide open. Yeah, because he got right in the zone. Right, he so, found, he found yeah. the pocket. I mean, he just sat right there. Boom, got the ball and 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 got upfield. But I feel like that was a lot of what happened for mm -hmm. his three catches. You know, um, which okay, so what? You know, they're you find the hole in the zone, you get the ball, and you go upfield. Um, make them go man. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Um, I thought that was a bright spot. Um, then obviously he had his first career uh, touchdown a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So I hope going forward they start to feature him more. Now you get on um, Washington Football Twitter and it's you have your Cam Sin Sims stands. You know what I mean? Really? Like, okay. This dude's going to the Pro Bowl, <laughs> Hall of Famer, blah blah blah, whatever. You know. Um, I just take it a week at a time. Yeah. If he's if he's doing all of the things, like clearly he's doing something in practice to get him in the game. Yeah. Whether there's injuries or whatever, they brought other guys in. He's clearly doing something to get on the field. I feel like he's maximizing those opportunities right. and those reps. So until he shows you he's not going to do it or he's not capable of doing it, keep putting him out there. Yeah. yeah. Because if it, if, it, if it does turn into something where – He's a viable option at wide receiver. Other teams are going to have to pay attention to him, which then hopefully takes some pressure off of Terry right. to where it's either balanced like you're, or you get that one-on-one -on -one shot mm -hmm. over the top and you take your chances. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like as, as long as another wide receiver can step up and not just be a possession guy three, four yards yeah. and then fall down. Yeah, it, it looks like we, we might have another weapon. Like he's coming so. along. He's yeah. coming along. And it, he's getting better, and he's, he's showing it on the field, which is, again, like all we can really ask for. So, yeah, yeah definitely a bright spot over there. Yeah, for um, sure. Not as bright of a spot. Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Now, I know people are going to get upset. But you have to hear him out, right? Right. No, I think I think it's pretty obvious that he's when it comes to running the ball, he's he's our best weapon, right? And and yeah. he make no mistake, he is a weapon, right? Mm -hmm. He is good. He runs hard, um, but the the issue is he's just he's not that good in pass protection, or he's not good enough yet, right? Right. Like, yeah. I think if you look at snap counts, his numbers decreased quite a bit this game and and the reason is he's just not as good in pass protection i'm pretty sure he was the one he who was uh he was responsible for blocking the guy that ended up um uh, like breaking kyle allen's foot right mm -hmm. so he's just got to get better there right because we want him on the field right mm -hmm. right but you got to be able to do it all yeah yeah and i think part of it too is um not saying you're forgetting but i think people listening to that that would agree may forget the fact that 
he transitioned to running back. Yeah. You know, he only did it a, a little bit in college, but he's primarily a receiver. So I think he's learning. Yeah, definitely learning. Cause so as much as in, in the past, um, before we even started the podcast, you and I would talk about him particularly and would basically mention like, it'll take time for him to start to see cutback lanes, mm-hmm. see the hole, know when to get downhill, know when to be shifty, those types of things. I think that's coming along just yeah. fine. But just like you said, um, blocking is key, right? We see um, Ezekiel Elliott, it seems like week in and week out, get blown the hell up. Yeah. Like he cannot block. So I clearly don't want that for Gibson. Now, He's a big dude, yeah. And people, a lot of like, he doesn't seem that big, really, like on on field. But he's he's a he's big massive. guy. He'll put on more weight, um, and then I think he'll learn the technique of picking up the rusher and yeah. being able to sustain a block. Um, it's not like he's afraid of blocking. No, right? no, no, no absolutely it's, it's, not. I think it's it's the mental aspect of things, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's not seeing it quickly enough. Yeah. Whereas rookie, like a guy like year. McKissick, he's he's seeing it, right? Which right. is why which is why he was on the field a bit more. I I agree with you. This is not so much a knock on Gibson, like, oh, we don't think he's good or we don't think he has it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just not there yet. That's yeah. all. And yeah, I it's mean, a, even it's a like, developmental thing. Even when um when running backs are in college and stuff, right? Like blocking is typically the last piece that they add to their game. A lot of them don't even fully have it right. until they get to the league for a few years, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, this is not this is not us bad mouthing oh, Gibson. Um we think he's great. We just think he's he's got to get a little bit better, and we think he will. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, if you go back and you look into just the history like of our team, I would say Clinton Portis is probably one of the better mm-hmm. or best blocking running backs. Like there was an art to what he did, yeah. and and he was so good at it, and he he didn't seem to mind doing it either. So I think I think Gibson will definitely get there because, like I said, the um, skilled part of his game is is there i mean you see the flashes you see him putting it all together then it'll just be that blocking piece i think next season uh especially with a full off season um they'll have the otas they'll have training Mm -hmm. camp and and all that stuff assuming we can get covid you know to back back in pandora's box (laughs) um all things being equal he should have a normal off season um to really work on those types of things but yeah no absolutely um yeah i i think he'll be fine okay um next point you want to switch over to the defense yeah we got to get on that defense yeah um so i thought the giants actually did something that was really smart which is that they kind of neutralized our edge rushers a bit, right? It's like yeah. they, they figured out that those are the guys you need to be worried about with this Washington defense, mm-hmm. and they made those guys play a little bit slower, right? Like we got – our run defense has been atrocious. It was bad, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of those gains came on outside runs, which is surprising, right? Yeah, they're not they're not sealing the edge. Yeah, yeah. It's it's It just looked like it was poor gap integrity, not just on the outside, but like throughout um, – but I, to me, the ones that really stuck out were those outside runs. Yeah, and to that point, right, Alfred Morris is, I mean, Washington football fans are well aware of who he is. Obviously, he played with us for a few years. He had over 1,000 yards the first yeah. like, two seasons oh, he was he here. Had like a, he had an incredible rookie season. Right, so, yeah, it was like 1,600-something yards. Um, he's not a speed guy. No. So he shouldn't be able to get to the edge and then turn the corner right but he was able to do that yeah that's like adding insult to injury yeah you know it's like he just rubbed his nuts all in your (laughs) face you know what i mean like that was more than just hold my beer yeah um we got gashed by our ex yeah pretty much pretty much and i it's not even like it's his 30 i mean he's been in the league for eight years yeah i haven't I haven't heard his or seen his name in forever. Like I did a double take when I initially saw that like he was on the field. Yeah, because I remember it was a couple weeks ago they had signed him to the practice squad, um, and then at some point he got elevated to Jeez. to the game uh, roster. Because I know he played against when when they played the Bucks primetime last mm-hmm. week or whatever, um, and he act, ha- actually had some decent runs then too. Um, all he needs to do is sign with the Philadelphia Eagles and he will have played with the whole yeah. NFC East because <laughs> yeah. he played with the Cowboys for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think he had a cup of coffee there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just quietly been in the league for like eight years. So, hey, uh, 
our run defense, yeah, I've really started to see it tail off over the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, uh, Dallas wasn't able to just run all over the place, but yeah. um, they have to shore that up. Yeah, I mean, it's just even up the middle, like you'll see gains, especially when it's you know second or third and short, meaning. If it's like third and one and they push for it and they get it, I don't really blame them. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you'd like to get the stop, right? I think there was a fourth down that the Giants went for and we got the stop. Mm-hmm. It was fourth and one and we were able to actually stop them. So there was a bright spot there. So I know people listening, don't kill us. We're not <laughs> like we don't miss everything on the field. Um, but no, just overall. And I think what did the Giants have? They had a ton of yards the first half yeah. just rushing. So, so, so I have a question for you. Okay. How much of this do you think has to do with our boy being hurt, Landon Collins? We we gave him, we mm. uh we we weren't afraid to 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 tell everyone about just how poorly he had been playing, right? Mm-hmm. But is is this are we are we missing him right now? Is do you think this is um some of this can be explained by his absence? Okay, I'll say no, and here's why: because they put uh. Cam Curl in his spot, right? Mm-hmm. He had a sack. Yeah, um, Curl had a big yeah, game, right? Because because they brought him in the box and he went un unblocked. Some yeah. of the same same stuff as Landon Collins has has done. Um, I've seen him fly around a little bit. Um, Cam Curl, uh, I, I clearly he's he's got a lot to learn. He's 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 young, but I thought he did okay. Um, I think some of those. Um, situations you clearly miss the veteran because he's able to see okay this is the formation obviously he's studied the mm-hmm. film okay here's the formation just this has is, a better idea of this is coming. what i think we're, we're we're doing so he's a either gonna put a himself in the, in the best position uh, because you see landon collins a lot so in coverage clearly he was a liability mm-hmm. at times uh but when he stacks the box i mean yeah when when, when he's up there you see him boom shooting the gaps right. and he's taking running backs down so i think overall no because i still think it's your guys up front that need to collapse pockets mm-hmm. and fill gaps um but yes, in the sense of there's that veteran savviness that Cam Curl just doesn't have because yeah. of experience. So yes and no, but largely no. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was a good question. Okay, that makes sense to me. Um, I don't think I have too much more to add on that. Um, like I was saying before, though, I think because the Giants were so successful getting to the edge yeah. um, or running to the outside – um, it caused our edge rushers to like second guess themselves, especially yeah. later on in the game. Like mm-hmm. when the, I I know I think we talked about this play um, without even realizing we were talking about right, the same yeah, play, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but there was a play where um, Chase Young had like a direct line to Daniel Jones, yeah. and he just he hesitated for one second because he saw was it was it Gallman? Uh, I just, believe so. He saw the running back kind of leaking out, so he wasn't sure. He felt like that he might have to account for that run. Hesitates right. for just a second, actually still makes a pretty good play to like yeah. stop and get back to Jones, yeah. right? He like reaches out and I think I guess he grabs his shoulder, but it's just not enough. Yeah, it wasn't enough. So yeah, uh kudos to the Giants on on figuring that out. Hopefully the other teams don't. <laughs> or hopefully right. hopefully Washington <laughs> uh hopefully Washington like fixes that. Um but yeah, overall just we, we gotta be better. Especially Rondi, like, you know, that was supposed to be what we were good at regardless, right? right? You should be able to do that with your eyes closed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, for sure. They definitely neutralize that, that uh, edge rush. Now, again, people look at Chase Young and they say, now even his mom, right? His, his mom graded him so far at like a C, I believe (laughs) she gave him a C grade. And they said, well, why is that? She's like, because his sack total. But here's the thing. Um, I think the sacks will come over time. Yeah. But if you look at the pressures, that he puts on the quarterback. Um, he's he's there. He's impactful. He's disruptive at times. Um, they were triple teaming him at at times. Like right. I saw some of like the replays or whatever. Um, for people who like upload parts of the game mm-hmm. on social media, so I, I really was like watching that, and I noticed, okay, wow, he's fighting a triple team. Yeah. So he's doing his job. 
they don't just triple team anybody. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They're not going to double team or triple team anybody. So he's doing what he's supposed to do. I think he's fine. Um, like I said, I think one of his greatest attributes is how he can just stop on a dime and change direction. It's his, crazy. His ball awareness is ridiculous. Yeah. Because he'll get upfield, he'll see the running back or the quarterback move or the ball go, and he just plants turns and is gone towards the play he's always around the football so like i said um i would have liked to have seen them get home more but i also think the interior pass rush had like they have to do a better job of collapsing the pocket you can't just rely on your edge because if you have decent offensive linemen you can keep those guys wide enough and get them upfield Mm -hmm. so your quarterback still has a pocket so you have to collapse that pocket put pressure in Daniel Jones's face, that's where he'll just toss the ball yeah. up or he'll try to throw it away. He's getting knocked back. He's off his mark, those whole things. I think, we didn't uh, do a good enough job of I that. I think we're missing Ionitis. I think that's yeah, what it is, right? Like, absolutely. I, and that that seems to be and I, I, I gotta actually go back and look at the numbers, but I think that's that's when the run defense really started taking a turn for for the worse. No, 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 absolutely. And I've mentioned it before, whether it was this podcast or I'm on another podcast, Average Sports Guys, uh, with my buddy Marcus. But I've mentioned it before, where um, we really start to see the value of Matt Ioannidis. Mm-hmm. Um, he was able to collapse those pockets. Um, now and again it's not to say tim settle or anybody else who comes in in those spots aren't doing a good job but you notice the difference yeah so um it'll be good to get that guy back next year definitely um and i would venture to say too, pay that man i know everybody talks about all the first round draft picks um between deron Payne, jonathan allen uh sweat Mm -hmm. chase young ryan kerrigan Matt Ioannidis, what, he played in Temple, I believe. He yeah. played in Temple. I don't forgot what round he was drafted in. But the dude is an impactful player. Absolutely. And he is strong as hell. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, they have to find a way to get better. Again, whether that's working with Cam Crow and bringing him up in the box to be able to sniff some of those things out mm-hmm. and, and, and shoot those gaps and get those guys down. But they have to do better. Because I feel like – the Giants' offensive line was not that great. Yeah. Right. You know, so serviceable. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, I, <laughs> I scratch my head. I scratch my head. So, so I, I got, I got one last point. But okay. I think you, you had a question that you said you might bring up later. Did we already we'll, cover that? We'll get. We'll save that one. That. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my last point then. If I remember. I actually kind of forgot. Okay. All right. We'll come back. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is four and zero against DC. Yes, and he's one in sixteen against, against everybody else. else. Is Daniel Jones our kryptonite? Kryptonite, right? Yeah. So I call him Danny sometimes dimes, right? Because <laughs> except for when he plays, I feel like everybody gets right against us, and and it sucks. But uh, keeping to Daniel Jones, I don't know what it is because Dak Prescott, I don't believe ever lost to us either. Mm. So. I don't know. Are we just are we just trash in the division? I don't know. It's 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 one of those things. It's like there wasn't any one thing. Like I don't think this game plan was too far different from what it was against like the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Like I thought as far as offensively, they mix it up with the two back sets, you know, to try to get the um, running backs involved in the pass game, the, that whole thing. Like I think there was a good mix of a lot of different things. So it's not like you just play down to your opponent or anything like yeah. that. I, I don't know. Like, I can't put my finger on it, but it, it it's just one of those things. I think it's just – it's like I, I don't know if you watch baseball a lot, but it seems like Freddie Freeman from the Atlanta Braves just tees off on the Nats. Yeah. Like, we have Max Scherzer. Freddie Freeman is going to get a hit. <laughs> like, you put Steven Strasburg. He yeah. is going to get a hit. You put Patrick Corbin on the mound. He is going to get a hit. See, like, like this, see, this concerns me because it's it's starting <laughs> to seem like Daniel Jones is going to be there for a little while, right? Like I don't, I, I don't think, know I, that. I think he's their long term yeah, solution. I don't want him to be too confident against us, right? Because teams or players have like they they can gain those identities, right? Like Santana Moss, Cowboy, Cowboy killer, killer, right? Like yeah. he was going to go off against right. the Cowboys. It didn't matter. I think mm-hmm. Julio Jones kind of has that reputation against like the Panthers. Although right. he'll, he'll go off against anyone really. He's mm-hmm. Julio, Julio Jones. But like, I don't want us to be that team for Daniel Jones. I don't want Daniel Jones to have that reputation against any team. Right, yeah. 
but I find it particularly embarrassing for that to be us. So yeah. like, I hope that we fix this soon. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't like being on the wrong side of any sort of streak or stat yeah. or anything like that. You know. So yeah, this is, this is a terrible one. Right? Like to me, like you got to smack him in the mouth, right? Yeah. Obviously, we're not this year because we played them twice. But next year, I mean, you got to sell out to. Just smack him in yeah, the mouth. I, I hope we we come in with a chip on our shoulder the next time we see them. I hope yeah. we come in angry because this is embarrassing. Yeah, and they play lesser teams, and the Giants can make another team look like all pros, right? You know, and but it's something with us. Yeah, it, it's I I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's stupid, and I hope we correct it. Yeah, that's funny because I I was talking to Marcus about that. Just I was like, this dude, like we, like he hasn't lost to us. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we have to change that. So yeah. I don't know. It's unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's just one of those things. Um, all right, let's switch gears and get into uh, Sunday's game mm-hmm. against the Lions. It doesn't have to be long and drawn out. No, we don't have five points for this game. Um, I mean, I got the big one. At least in my mind, is really just like our run defense has been bad. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be playing Adrian Peterson, who we cut earlier on this year. Right. So he's probably going to have something to prove. Statement game. So, uh, yeah, we better get that right. Yeah. Um, my biggest takeaway for this game is start fast. Yeah. Play fast, play physical, and you set the tone instead of trying to match a tone and then you find yourself in a hole. Because, yes, the Giant, I mean, the Lions are not that good. Um, Neither are we. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not that good, but they still have Stafford, right? Yeah. You can find yourself in a hole real quick. Then you can take whatever game plan you had and you can just rip it yeah. up and throw it away because you can clearly see Scott Turner likes to establish some sort of like a run or short pass game mm-hmm. um, to to get the backs involved. And you start getting down by a whole bunch of points, things are going to change. And then when the defense knows you're playing from behind, okay, they can play in – any number of of um uh, uh i'm losing my mind here <laughs> any in any number of sets right to to stop what you're doing yeah um you know they can go zone give you the underneath stuff but they ultimately know you have to score right so it's like yeah, okay so they go into prevent they're gonna make you one dimensional right and i want to avoid that uh and then not only that but even if you don't have a good pass rush whatever they can still pin their ears back and come after you because they know you have to throw right so I mean, there's more than one way to beat the pass rush, and I think Alex Smith is good enough. But again, the team as a whole isn't good enough to yeah. to really do that. So um, I remembered my question, and we'll get to it in just a okay. Um, I guess my the other thing I want to talk about real quick is so I don't think Galladay is going to be playing. I think he's still hurt. He hurt his hip. I do believe. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, injured yeah. his hip. Um, I mean, Evan Engram went off against us so i'd be worried about tj hawkinson because he's been quietly having a pretty good season over there he's a good yeah. tight end right? yeah, yeah. he's good well um, we've just notoriously not been able to cover tight ends yeah so so i it's not like they won't have weapons but in my eyes they don't have their best weapon so we mm-hmm. have we have that going for us um but we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah um and then that's the other thing right if you see Adrian Peterson or whatever other running back they have is running well. You have to at first be able to stop it, but our offense has to be able to score touchdowns to take the run away from the other team. Um, So we'll see. But And then I also feel like our defense did a decent job of it at times of getting off the field, but they have to get off the field. Yeah. we to, can't be waiting until the fourth quarter to yeah. to figure out how to get off the field. Right. No. No, you got to figure out how to get off the field. Um offense has to be able to move the ball again, which they ha- I feel like they've been doing mm-hmm. um for the last couple of weeks. So as long as you can sustain drives but score, not field goal. I mean, clearly we'll take I'll take 3 over 0, but mm-hmm. like I want to score. Yeah. Like just score. It'd be like I've forgotten what it feels like to have a solid lead, right? right. Like I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. Um I mean 
it's awesome to have our quarterback in the stat column with like two or three touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just it's it's always just one. Yeah. Sometimes none. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, like we, it's always it's like the one it's one touchdown, two or three picks. Like it'd be great if we could just flip those numbers right, around, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, let's have a Russell Wilson kind of stat line, not his stat line last week, yeah. but uh let's have one where it's like he threw three or four inter- What's the last time a, our quarterback on, on our team is thrown for four intercept. I mean, exactly. four touchdowns. I can't remember. Maybe Kirk Cousins did it once. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so to kind of wrap up and end the show, the question I had was, what sort of leash do you think Alex Smith has? Do you feel no matter how he plays, Haskins won't come in unless Alex is hurt, or do you think at some point if Alex goes out and throws another three-interception game and that ultimately is why we lost, do you think they turn the keys back over to Haskins? Just from a player standpoint, we can get into the off-the-field stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he has a pretty long leash. I do. Um, and I think that was kind of evidenced even by last game, right? Like he... He threw three picks, two of them pretty, like, back-breaking picks. We've mm-hmm. heard nothing about, like, oh, yeah, Haskins, it might be Haskins' time or anything right. like that, right? Well, yeah, because Ron Rivera, immediately when he went to the podium, he and he named Alex Smith starter yeah. for the next game. So, yeah, I think that kind of tells you all you need to know yeah. in that regard. Again, I just was putting it out for just as a question for you, but a question for all, right? Yeah. So my take on it is it's going to depend on how Haskins – has been preparing right what has he been doing with the opportunity big or small which and we don't know about we haven't heard anything in practice right right. yeah so you one of the guys um i should have written his name down but he he's like a he reports on the team he's like a beat writer or something yeah um damn it i can't remember his name but anyway he's like buddies with haskins so he had put out there basically that's like oh I'm, I'm i'm hearing haskins is coming in early staying like pretty much doing everything he should have been doing and i'm like mm, okay but when they asked ron rivera about matter of fact ron rivera was um heaping praises on uh was steve or steven montez the basically practice squad quarterback oh saying yeah he's yeah, yeah. coming along he's picking things up and he was saying like his the biggest knock on montez was he just throws fastballs mm-hmm. right so it's like he's got to learn to put a little finesse on the ball when he needs to things like that so but it's like he he, he specifically said he's been around kyle allen and um alex smith and it's kind of rubbing off on him, mm-hmm. right? So I almost was like, is he throwing shade at Haskins? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he he didn't say, because they specifically asked about Haskins. And, you know, basically he's a coach speak, right? Saying well, he's not giving up on him, those types of things, you know, blah, 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 all that. But then to just, like, be so exuberant about Montez, yeah. it's so like. So I don't. I don't think Rivera's the kind of guy to just throw shade at a player. I think he's like I think he's a pretty forthright kind of guy, right? right? But I do think he's the kind of guy who will try to light a fire under your ass. I agree. Right. I agree. And I think yeah. this could be his way of continuing to do that with Haskins. I think he's already done it, right? Just just by dropping him down to third string. Right, yeah. But to just continue to let him know that, yeah, even though the first stringer's gone like there's there's still someone behind you who's coming for your spot too right, right? so like you are not safe yeah <laughs> right and and i'm i'm good with that like I, yeah. I i do think i do think that like haskins is the second stringer i think i i still think he's talented right of course and i yeah. like the fact that we haven't been hearing that much about him because it means he's not talking about himself right right i hope that he's been putting in the work but yeah, j- just going back to your original question, no, I I think I think Alex Smith has a pretty long leash. I think he, I think by virtue of his work ethic alone, he commands a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. And um, and I mean, just him getting back on the field, just like all the all the narratives and storylines, I feel like it's going to take a lot for them to pull him out of a game. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Plus, I think this three turnover game was an anomaly. Right? He he hasn't he hasn't been in forever. Right. Um. But he's like his whole career, he's been known as what a game manager. Yeah, he's the guy that's not going to lose you a game. Mm-hmm. I think he gets more back to that. Um, 
he's he's clearly this like week. still getting getting used to it again, right? Yeah. Like I think he looks like you said before, he looks a lot more comfortable now that he did in that yeah. first game back. And I think I think he'll keep trending up in that regard. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um I hope they keep dialing up plays and I hope um let me back up. I hope they keep dialing up plays to push the ball down the field, but more importantly, I hope Alex Smith pulls the trigger mm-hmm. because that first year he was with us, obviously we were 6 and 3, he broke his leg. Um, we really didn't have passes down the field much. Yeah. He just doesn't take those chances, which again, I think is why his turnovers are limited. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a Terry McLaurin, right? Clearly with that, your hopes is to just get him the ball in space, let him get busy and hope something happens. But this is an NFL offense in today's NFL. Like you have to let it fly. Yeah. So I hope they can do that. Now that's the other thing. Like, with Haskins, clearly he has the arm. He's willing to go downfield at times, at times. But it's just the inaccuracy with even the shorter passes and things like that. So I think with him being second string now, he'll get a few more reps. He's not just scout team. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if that accuracy improves in practice, if he's done enough of those things of watching film, stuff like that. Um, some some people, and, and so it was kind of a – two reasons why I mentioned that one is because of just that question, but some were saying, Oh, well, if you put Haskins back in, you could bring his trade value back up. I think they've just completely devalued his trade like stock anyway. Yeah. I, so, I, I, I think they're just at this point, they're like, we're not, we're not going to trade him. Right. Like we're not, we're not getting enough for him at right. this point. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think they've I, taken that off the table. Yeah. I, well, clearly trade, trade deadlines passed too, but I think they'll readdress it in the off season. They'll find somebody to trade for him um, or ultimately release him. Yeah. Maybe they just say, screw it with the money and everything. Just, you know, no love loss and it is what it is. But no, I think you're right. I think Smith is our starter the rest of the way, barring some sort of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, all right. Well, oh, that, I got one, one oh, last thing. Uh, oh, one more thing. Happy Veterans Day, man. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Shout out, shout oh, out to Eddie. Eddie was my heart. Eddie served in the uh, Air Force. Thank you for your service, man. Hoorah. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. And shout out to all the other veterans. We know yesterday was Veterans Day, but we were recording today. Mm-hmm. So, no, absolutely, man. Um, I appreciate it. I, I really do. So, like I said, let's uh, wrap up episode four. Be sure to check us out on um, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Five Wide Podcast. It's the number five wide podcast uh, also check us out on any platform where you get your podcast um, apple podcast spotify google podcast be sure to like subscribe rate the show that helps us get exposure um and yeah, yeah. we'll see you next time <laughs>